Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday. It is March 30th. Hey, we got one more day after this, and that's it. Uh, March will be in the books. Quarter will be done. We'll be moving on to the second quarter. Hey, glad you're able to join us today. Hope that uh, your week has gone well. Today, uh, we're going to talk about what's happening in the marketplace. Uh, yesterday, we ended up with an update. We'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a second. Before we do that, though, let's not forget that in the world we live, there are so many things that you and I, we just can't control. But you can control how much risk you have in your portfolio. That's where we come into play, the core retirement design to help you design that retirement you always dreamed of, taking into account, making sure that you've got the amount of risk that you need to have to grow your money, but yet keep it as safe as possible. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. Dan's Dan's. That's Lady Gaga there at 105.7 Light FM. Good morning. 842. That's 18 before 9. Time to check in on your money and find out what's happening on Wall Street. Good day yesterday. The Dow was up. The NASDAQ was up. S&P was up. I can't really think of a reason why. Let's check in with Philip Statler at Statler Financial Services, who might actually be able to explain things. We had a decent housing report yesterday, Philip. I would expect with expectations to try to slow the economy down, that would be a dive. But we pretty much climbed steady through the day. We did, uh, and Dave, and other than that report, that was really the only thing that came out yesterday. So, um, and that you would think that would be the opposite, right? That would be good news. So. Um, uh, we would see the the markets decline some, but but we didn't. Um, I, I think that we are looking a, a little further ahead, maybe. Um, not sure. Other than that, I didn't really see newsworthy uh, things come out that would make any changes. There weren't really anything heavy that happened yesterday, and the indexes pretty much followed that. There was kind of well, I won't say it was boring, because it was an up day. The Dow was up three hundred and twenty three points. That was full percent. S&P was up by a percent and a half, up 56 and a half. And the uh, NASDAQ exchange was up 210. That's one and three quarters percent up. You'd almost think there was some really earth-shakingly good news that happened yesterday. And what it was was basically housing looked better than we expected it to, and that's good. Brings us up to this morning, and probably what we expected to be the earth-shaking number of the week came in just about the way I would think traders would be looking for. A slight downward revision, but not catastrophic. Fourth quarter gross in the gross domestic product, and I think this was the final revision, up 2.6%. That revises it downward from 27 but it's in the range of 3% growth, which generally means an adequate to properly functioning economy. And that's really not bad news, I think. No, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, I don't think the markets will take exception to that. But uh, the other thing that we look at is, is at least it's going in the direction I think the Fed wants it to go, right? They want the economy to slow down. Hopefully that that will taper inflation. Um, and so that's... Uh, I'm going to say going down a tenth is better than going up a tenth right now. Absolutely. And the thing is, I look at 2.6. Okay, they consider 3% growth, you know, a normally functioning growth rate economy. We want to slow the economy down a little bit. So we come to a level of growth, but under the 3% rate, that almost looks like the Goldilocks sweet spot to me in terms of what the Fed should be looking for right now. Well, I think back to years past, and we were happy when we were growing at two and a half percent. So uh, I, I think that 
for the Fed to be somewhat happy, happier anyway, is that we'll want that number down below two and a half percent growth rate because that'll really, I mean, you and I both, we don't want to go below one because that's going to feel like we're in a recession. Uh, I think that if we can stay in that, you know, one and a half to two and a half percent growth factor, that'll slow us down enough that inflation, maybe we can get it under control if these job numbers continue to, to, uh, to come down some. Yeah, we get down to, the two, you know, the two and a half percent range, maybe as low as two percent. That would be kind of the definition of a soft landing, which is kind of kind of saying right now is we're slowing down a little bit. 2.6 kind of strikes me as Goldilocks level. I did find something on one of my tip sheets talking about how the Fed has been estimating GDP growth this year as only down in like the 0.4% range, and that's decidedly not good news because if you want to feel like a recession, get down to growth rates that slow, and it's not good news at all. No, it's not, and hopefully we won't get there. Um, And by and large, maybe we can bypass this recession. But let's remember, Dave, that we are just at the one-year anniversary of rate increases. And so Mm -hmm. we still have another really three quarters to get through of rate increases um, that are going to definitely affect our economy. Now, something you and I have been preaching for a long term at the one year anniversary. Now, we're now basically seeing the effects of the first couple, three rate increases now, six months to nine months worth of expectations. Uh, Okay, we're feeling them now. We're starting to see the economy slow down a little bit. Now the question becomes, did we turn the spigot off too fast? And that's what we don't know and won't know for the rest of the year. Uh, Looking at other indications of slowing down, uh, the national numbers, and you've got an interesting tip sheet article on the thing, uh, the the national claims, first-time unemployment claims, again, kind of Goldilocks level, they're still inordinately low for a properly functioning economy, 188,000, 198,000 first-time claims last week, but that was an increase of 7,000 over the week before, so once again, investors seeing the numbers going in the direction that the Fed wants to see them go, and might at the very least be a little bit of a disincentive to more interest rate increases. You you found an interesting article from the big companies that kind of give warning what they're planning on doing, and it really sounds kind of ominous, doesn't it? It does. So there's a, the WARN Act, and we've talked about that before with Tesla and some of those companies that got in trouble for not doing that. Um, but it's called the Worker Adjustment and Retaining Notices. Um, and so those WARN notices have to be given, the companies that have more than 100 employees have to give these warn notices 60 to 90 days before they can lay people off. Um, and so we looked at the chart, and obviously when COVID hit back in, in uh, March of, of 2020, that number of warn notices went astronomically high. I mean, just like mm-hmm. off the chart. Um, but then it, it came down really quick. And so you know, it kind of had been actually below the pre-COVID numbers. However, now we're seeing the WARN notices up above the pre-COVID numbers. And so the indication is, is that uh, in the next 60 to 90 days, we could see a much bigger layoff rate coming um, just based on these notices that we're seeing come across. Okay, emphasis that's pre-COVID numbers, not the not the numbers we were getting during the COVID pandemic. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so the, you know, there was basically almost um, 
zero notices. I mean, it would go up to maybe 20 and uh, oscillate a little bit. Um, but when COVID hit, it went over a thousand. I mean, it went off my chart. And so uh, now we're back to, uh, you know, over a hundred warn notices that have been sent out right now. And that's uh, that's a major change from what we've experienced for the last year or so, because you and I have been talking about it. There are more jobs available than there are people looking for jobs. So consequently, all the notices have been we need more people. Now, all of a sudden, the big employers are saying we don't need as many as we thought we did. Yeah, I mean, one of my charts here said the, the high the number right now is the highest we've seen since the mid 2019s. Okay, it does it does need to be brought up at this point that those first time claims generally in a normally functioning economy, you look at two to two hundred and fifty thousand first time unemployment claims in a week, and good lord, Philip, I can't remember the last time I saw a two hundred and fifty thousand first time unemployment claim number. No, it's been a long time, a long time. Yeah, really. Really, it truly has been. So, I mean, you know, the the employment market is still relatively hot. There are still a lot more jobs open than there are people. Uh, slowdown and people losing their jobs is never good news, but taken on a macro basis, a little cutback probably is what the economy needs, even though we really hate to see it happen to anybody that we know. Uh, it's, at, it's completely at the end of earnings season. I think it's been three days since you've had any reports of any size, but we actually have one publicly traded company put out a quarterly report, and it's a kind of a bellwether stock, Restoration Hardware, huh? Yeah, Restoration Hardware, because they uh, they supply, you know, the the bits and pieces for people that, that they're redoing their houses. A lot of times they're, they're you know, remodeling, or they're buying new houses, and they're they're coming in and, and putting in new new hardware or picking out what they want. Well, they did not have uh, such a good quarter, and they're high-end furniture as well. Um, and mm. so... Uh, they they missed earnings uh, quite a bit. Um, they they came in at two dollars and eighty eight cents a share versus three dollars and thirty two cents that was expected. Um, so a, a big miss there. Um, first quarter and full year guidance also have missed expectations. So uh, restoration hardware is is getting hit this morning, down about uh, four and three quarters percent right now. Oh, that w they didn't show up on my big winner and loser list, but that would put them at the top of my big loser list this morning if they were on my list. Uh, resetting the table for the morning. Yesterday was an absolutely good day. I can't say a bad thing about it. The adventurous stocks in the NASDAQ were up by one and three quarters percent. Even the blue chips in the Dow were up a full percent. I saw some early indications that the futures markets kind of liked what they saw on the uh, unemployment claims and the gross domestic product. How are we doing 45 minutes before we open? They were still getting a nice bounce this morning. I mean, the numbers are continuing to increase slowly. Uh, but surely we've got the Dow up almost six tenths of a percent. That's one hundred ninety dollars. S and P five hundred is up a little over six tenths at twenty five dollars. The Nasdaq one hundred up three quarters of a percent. And that's ninety five dollars. Small cap Russell two thousand again a big winner this morning up one point four percent. That's twenty four dollars on that index. Um, pretty good numbers there, and uh, not too bad on the other side either. Dave Silver is up substantially, up to almost two percent. Uh, to $23.92 an ounce, trying to bump back over 24. And gold's up uh, not as much, a little over a tenth of a percent to $1,986 an ounce. And crude oil is, uh, I think it's down from where it was yesterday, but up from its close by 1%. It's $73.72 an ounce right now. 
And my reading is that it, it, it is on expectations of uh, a delay in the slowdown on economic activity that's pumping crude oil up. So, well, I don't like the increase in price. I don't mind the reason. Overseas markets, the Asian rim almost uniformly up this morning, fractionally. Europe is looking at our numbers and our futures, and uh, they're up substantially. French and German markets are up by over a percent halfway through their trading day today. Keeping tabs and making sure a retirement plan gets on track if it's fallen off by a little bit sometimes takes a little solid advice. I get that from the Statler Financial Services folks. How do I get an appointment with you to get that advice, Philip? Then, then give us a call at 863-382-0037. Let's not forget our core retirement design where we help folks design the retirement they always dreamed of. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here again one more time to polish off the week tomorrow morning here on Light. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you then, all right? All right, man. Have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Hope your week has gone well. Looking forward to the weekend. Have a good day. Meet me here tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great one.